Hi, everyone, and welcome to Training for Life Redeems. I'm your host, Dan. As always, I'm joined with Dad. We are continuing our series through the book of Matthew. Today, we're up to Matthew chapter 10, where Jesus is going to send out 12 disciples, and they're going to become 12 apostles in this process. So, Dad, maybe we should start there. Can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, in verse 1, it talks about Jesus calling his disciples to him, but then he sends out and names these 12 apostles. What's the difference here between the two terms? Today, people often use them interchangeably. Yeah. So a disciple is somebody who is committed to Jesus as their master, teacher, boss. So discipleship begins when you're baptised into his name, and that's when you make your commitment. Uh, On this occasion, Jesus is going to take 12 out of we don't know how many disciples have signed up, And he's going to select those 12 and send them out on what I would call a prac. So when you train school teachers, um, you know, you give them a few lectures, you give them a few hints, and then you throw them in the deep end and see if they float. Uh, And that's called a prac. Uh, In my case, they sent me back to my old high school uh, four years after I left it, which meant there were a whole bunch of kids there who remembered me as a year 11, 12 student. And uh, the boss introduced me to the kids and said, uh, hi, fellas, this is Mr. Jackson. He'll have you for the next five weeks. Don't try anything on him. He already tried it on me, which was an invitation for the kids to give it their best shot. (laughs) (laughs) And if you survive that, well, then you'll be a teacher. So in this case, Jesus already spent one round going around the towns and villages of Galilee with these fellows in tow, and they've been watching. And now he's going to say, okay, you've seen me do it. Off you go. Have a go. You go and do it. So they're going to go in pairs around Galilee to various towns and villages, and they're going to explain to people the kingdom of God. So the word for sending out in Greek is apostello, and it means to give somebody power of attorney to go and act in your name. So it's the power we give a foreign ambassador Uh, He acts, he can sign contracts in the name of the country. um, And this is a power of attorney. So they're going in Jesus's name to declare the kingdom of God. And because they bear his name and they are carrying his authorization, when they say you're healed, you're healed. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I was going to say, they seem to be doing miracles without the Holy Spirit at this point. And it's interesting. Uh, yeah, it's part of what you just said there is actually about them having Jesus' authority as they come rather than being you know, empowered through the Holy Spirit and, him, and the Holy Spirit being with you. Yeah, I think in the Old Testament you have these occasions when the Holy Spirit uh, comes on somebody like Elijah or Elisha hmm. and you have that sort of a thing. So I'd, I'd have to say that the miracles are the work of God through next to nobody's really um these guys are nothing special (laughs) um and they're trainees like this is first year out off you go have a go um and they're effective so that'd be a bit of a wow moment for a trainee i would think yeah it would be cool (laughs) for sure so dad these guys go out but they are told to not go to the gentiles or to the samaritans which 
yeah, we already know Jesus has visited both of those places already. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's basically saying they're not allowed to cross the Sea of Galilee, really, to head over to the yeah. other side. <laughs> um, but they're going and they're preaching the message of the kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is, you know, it's near, it's at hand, however you want to translate that kind of section. They're healing sick, they're raising the dead, they're uh, casting out demons. Now, what then happens? Like Jesus tells them not to take money, not like they're just going to be provided for as they go. <laughs> like, is he just kind of cuddling them into this role that they're going to take over later? <laughs> well, I'll go back to the that model of resistance training that you taught me. Okay, I'm going to get, I'm going to challenge your faith by putting some weight on it, uh, and you're going to have to trust me enough to just go out there and do as you're told. So you know you're used to following me around, cooking the breakfast, washing the clothes, uh, listening to the teaching, taking your notes, asking your questions. Now I want you to go out there, and you're not allowed to take it. You've got to trust me. You've got to trust your heavenly Father for everything you need, and you're going to go into towns and some will accept and some won't. The ones that accept will offer you hospitality. The ones that don't, (laughs) you need to shake off the dust and go to the next one. Yeah, so what's that about? Why are they shaking the dust off their feet? Uh, The ones that are accepted them, they're letting their peace rest on the house. What does that really mean? (laughs) That's really cool, isn't it? Yeah, because... Jesus concludes, like in verse 15, he concludes by saying that it'll be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah than for the house, like than for the people who reject these apostles on their first missionary trip. <laughs> yeah. So really this is a this is a publicity tour. So they're going out with a big sign that says the kingdom of God has arrived. And then they're showing them examples of what happens when the kingdom of God arrives. You know, the blind can see, the lame are leaping around. All of that stuff's happening. So have you got it now, synagogue number one? The kingdom of God has arrived. Isaiah's prophecies are being fulfilled. You need to come and find out about Jesus. Let's move on to the next town. While they're in town, they have brought nothing with them. So Yahweh is going to provide. How is he going to do that? Through believing people. And if believing people welcome the good news that the kingdom of God has arrived, God's peace will rest on that house. Uh, if they want to be antagonistic, they're going to have no peace. Um, they're enemies. And so you the, the shaking off the dust is a way of telling a Jew <laughs> that he's not a Jew anymore. <laughs> that you you know, your Israelites are the, live in the Holy Land and all the places outside the Holy Land are unclean because they're full of unclean people. So when we cross the border from uh, Syria back into Israel, we shake off all that dirty Syrian dust before we step into the Holy Land. So if I go to a town that rejects the gospel, I declare that town to be Gentile territory, not the people of God, and I shake off their dust, and every Jew in town is going to go, whoa, uh, you just told us we're not part of God, we're not God's people anymore. And these guys are going to say, yes. And that's going to start a few arguments. <laughs> That as we go through the verses here in chapter 10, there seems to be a bit of a switch that happens. Like we hit verse 16, Jesus starts talking about them being sent out as, you know, innocent doves amongst wolves or sorry, sheep amongst wolves and <laughs> there's doves yeah. as well with snakes. But 
there's this whole thing of them being flogged in synagogues. They're giving account before kings and governors. Like, is that happening already? Or like, I know that happens in Acts. Like, I know that that's going to happen yeah. in the future. Is Jesus just like talking about, you know, you're going out now, you know, don't take anything now, but you know, in the future, this is what's going to happen? Or is this actually happening on this time when they travel out? Because it's like, you know, there's brothers betraying brothers, fathers. Yeah, you know, there's this whole, all that stuff is, is in here. Is it future focused? Is it just for these guys right now on this trip? Like, they're, they're going to go from synagogue to synagogue. And the rulers of the synagogue have authority to take any Jew who's out of line and give them 39 strokes of the cane. Uh, they can put you out of the synagogue and declare you a non-Jew. And that, that's a, that has great power uh, in that community because nobody will sell or buy with you anymore. So you can imagine the family pressure not to cause trouble um, and family members who didn't believe in Jesus and Jesus's own brothers didn't believe in Jesus. So I would expect for these guys, some of their family didn't either. So they're going to be experiencing this. If you want to be my disciple, I'm sending you out to get hammered. Hmm. Uh, and if you're not ready to get hammered, if you don't trust me enough to do that and if I'm not worth that to you, well, you know, go home. So he's picking on 12 guys to go out and here's your first taste on your own two legs of what it's going to look like once I've ascended into heaven and you're off on your own. So let's do a little training run. Uh, and, yeah, their families, their friends, this is going to divide the whole Jewish community in Galilee. Okay, so it's really applying to where they are right now, the 12 on their little mission before yeah. they come back to yeah, Jesus. And, and they're not going to Samaria or the Gentile territory because let's just practice here at home. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then Jesus is going to continue this theme of uh, you know, father against son and daughters against their mothers and stuff as we go through this passage. What's Jesus really getting to as he flows through the rest of this chapter, really, because it kind of is weaved through the rest of the chapter here that this concept of, um, yeah, they're just being rivalry and him not coming to have brought peace, but to, you know, he's, he's bringing this sense of tension and, and combat. Yeah. Like it's not what people think today. They go, oh, Jesus came to bring peace, but he seems to be saying he really didn't. Well, you, you've got to think of this as being, I liken it to Europe uh, under Nazi occupation. The world is under Satan's occupation. When you land on D-Day, you're taking back what was yours in the first place. You're taking back stolen property. Uh, you're restoring the rightful ruler. So when they say the kingdom of God has arrived, that's like marching into a French village uh, in June of 1944 and saying the Allies have landed. Um, you're going to get shot at. <laughs> um, this, is, this is a campaign to bring the rightful king in and the usurper has already tried to kill him right from the time he was born. And those who are announcing this kingdom uh, are going to cop it. So it, it's there's a hardening that's going on in this training uh, prac. Uh, they're going to have to go out and face this stuff. And I think when you look at it's a reminder that being born into a Israelite family or being born into a Christian family doesn't make you a Christian, doesn't mean you're saved. So 
you know, you go home and you say, you know, I've become a Christian and all your family say, oh, yeah, you've become a Christian. We're all Christians. Uh, you know that very well. <laughs> you know, we're all Greeks. We're all Christians. What's your problem? But then when you go home and you say, I'm getting baptised, you know, all the bullets start flying because now you're saying, and I quote, you're not Greek anymore or you're not Jewish anymore. Um, what are you, You're abandoning your family and community uh, to follow this strange fellow Jesus. Um, and that's that's got great divisive effect. We're calling on people to exercise faith, not just claim some birthright. Uh, and that's a new concept for many. Well, Dad, that brings us to the end of this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you could leave us a review. If you have not come and grabbed the study notes or anything that go along with these episodes, please head over to trainingforliferedeem.com slash 69. You can access all the resources and stuff that go along with the podcast there. And, of course, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Come back and join us again when we look at Matthew chapter 11 next. We are, Dad, though, going to take a break, I believe, over the school holidays for a couple of weeks so that we can get caught up on a few things, but we will be back after the school holiday. So make sure you hit the subscribe button. In case, otherwise, you won't know when we come back. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Bye, All everyone. good.